Nancy goes full racist. Joe has the sixth sense. And Kamala introduces us to her new BFFs. All coming up next on Anything Goes Podcast. Let's get it. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Jimmy. Christopher. What world are we living in today? <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you guys, obviously if you're listening, you heard the intro, but what the hell is going on? I would like to see, you know, if, if we look back, you know, five years ago, let's say, and somebody told us what was going on today. I mean, I think it'd be a much bigger shock. I feel like it's less <laughs> shocking right now. Yeah, because it's becoming like... It's just the norm. Yeah, you're becoming numb. That's the sad part is everyone's becoming numb to the stupidity. It's just... Uh, I just it's, don't get it. It is the norm. So the wokeness, the <laughs> idiocy, and, you know, we're just getting everywhere unfortunately so okay. so yeah i mean i want i just want to take a second and and put something it but kind of set some framework up for for if we were if we were watching tv and eric trump was on tv and he said we need immigrants <laughs> to come into this country so that they can pick our crops what do you think would be happening right now? I mean, other than another congressional investigation, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, that's that's all we would hear about for like the next two weeks, and you know, it's just another cry of racism. Yeah, but Nancy says it on national TV. Okay. I'm talking about Pelosi, our wonderful Speaker of the House. She says it on national TV, and everybody's okay with it. Everybody's perfectly fine with it. You know, she's you know, she's looking out for the best interest of, of the illegal immigrants, so it's perfectly fine. I say it and oh my god, I'm canceled. I'm you know, I'm just another thing we've gotten used to, man. It's just the double standard. Oh my god, it was like unbelievably but ridiculous. It's also something that like I wouldn't say. You wouldn't well, right. say, like why I wouldn't <laughs> Right, that wouldn't be like, my first. Oh, you know what? I'm really that's why we should have immigration because we need someone to. What was it? Pick our fruits? Is that what it is? Or what? Uh, uh, pick our crops. I pick think was crops. the was the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick our. No, I get it. You know, she's from California. They have a lot of agriculture out there. So, it, and and you know, immigrants do make up a large portion of the population that that do those jobs out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I appreciate the work that they do. But again, it's so based on who says it. Because, I don't know, if Ted Cruz said that, you know, hey, we need the illegals here to pick our crops, I mean, they'd be looking to censure him in the Senate and, you know, try to get him kicked out for being a racist. I don't think we need illegal immigrants here to pick our crops. No, I I don't disagree with you. But that's, you know, that's their narrative. And, you know, think about it. I mean, honestly, at this point, uh, it's pretty obvious what their 2022 through 2024 platform is going to be for the for the Democratic Party. It's going to be uh, racism, abortion, and 
I don't know. Take your pick. Crime, yeah, well, not going to be crime. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Uh, so abortion, racism, and I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if they have a third one. I think they're just going to stick with those and yeah. and uh, and see how it goes. I mean, I, uh, I, don't, I don't know how much you've been paying attention lately, but the uh, all the races uh, that were, uh, you know, I guess you could say by the polls looked like they were just de- – you know, becoming more decided as we get closer to um, have all tightened up. Well, I, I was going to ask you if you gave out my number to some, you know, some political. I've been getting pinged all day with uh, random, random politicians. I've yeah. states I'm not involved. Yeah, I have no idea, and it's. I've been getting them too. Like I've had some periodically, like once every couple of weeks. And I thought it was weird, but I've had four or five today. Yeah, I, I got an email from uh, somebody running in Arizona. Uh, I, I've gotten a couple robocalls uh, yeah. in the last day or two. You a bunch of text messages. People ask <laughs> yeah. me money. I'm like, uh, yeah. that's 100% no. Like, <laughs> yeah. no. I, yeah. But, but I will say, you know, because what was it? Two weeks ago, I was making the point on the show that I hadn't seen hardly any political advertising or any donation pushing it. Well, it's definitely in full swing now. Yeah, yeah. But they're not they're actually, like, highlighting, you know, the narratives that, that they should be focusing on. Yeah, no, de- they're definitely they're definitely not. I mean, but, again, you know, what else What else do they really have to – and I'm talking about the Democrats specifically right now. What, what do they really have to talk about? I mean, they can't trumpet – Biden's successes, they're all running, you know, all these candidates are running away from him. They don't want it. He's not out campaigning for anybody. Nobody's asking him to come campaign for him. Uh, matter of fact, they're kind of going the opposite way, just like, you know, Val Demings in Florida, who's running against Marco Rubio. All They're all all of a sudden changing all their all their narratives to, you know, now before it was defund the police and now it's, no, we need to fund them. And I'm here to, I'm here to support. There's like five or six of them that are running fund the police ads. Now Democrats, like they never said or supported defund the police, which we all know that they did. Um, And I think the realization is starting to sink in. I don't, and this is, this is how you know that there's such a separation between their world and our everyday American you know, regular citizen world, because it's been clear to me for quite some time that that was a losing strategy yeah. <laughs> to go to go with the whole defund, you know, defund the police uh, narrative. But they chose to run with it, and they ran with it for a con- up, you know, really up until about four months ago. Uh, they ran with it, so. Yeah, but then, you know, everyone's just supposed to be like, oh, yeah, they're for funding the police after two years of defund the police. Yeah, I don't think the media does a good enough job of highlighting the double standard or highlighting. Well, no, because they're the ones they're the ones pushing the narrative for the Democratic Party. They're not they're they're going to talk about it. I guess I mean, maybe smaller time media or. Yeah, there's just not enough media. Well, the, the technology is there to track and, you know, to highlight the tweets that, that people make. Right. And there's opportunities probably on a daily basis to put this up against, no, this is what you said right. you know, two years ago when this was going on. So now you're now you're flipping your script here. Right. But most most Americans, you know, that watch news or follow any kind of politics, they don't go. You know, they want 
most most Americans want sub or, or want surface level. You know, they want the thumbnail. They want the quick clip. They don't want the story. And that's why they say most of the shit that they say, because they can say one sentence that's obviously taken a certain way. And that's all. And, the, you know, the people aren't going to go check. They're just going to run. Oh, well, you know, so-and-so said it, so it must be true. And the, the media feeds off that. And people don't go searching, you know. Yeah, well, that's why that's why I'm kind of leaning on the, the media to do that. I, I The independent publications to do that and highlight that even yeah. more because the, what the mainstream media does is they feed off of your short-term memory. Well, they feed off your laziness because yeah, you're exactly. too lazy to yeah, go do so something. They just run these stories, but I feel like it's pretty reasonable to um, identify those real one-for-one -one examples. Like, yeah. this is what you it's so simple. This is, now this is what you're saying. Why? Like, you know, and highlight that. Yeah, and, as soon as Val Deming said... I'm for funding the police. The first thought to pop in my head is like, wait a minute. I, I heard you like less than six months ago on the floor of the house, because she's a congresswoman, mm -hmm. on the floor of the house talking about Black Lives Matter and uh, a, ma a reimagining of policing and, and all this shit that went along with the whole BLM strategy. And now all of a sudden you're for funding the police. Like that was literally the first thought that yeah. that ran through my head when when I heard her commercial for that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't I don't know. I, and you know maybe it's just because I I tend to be like a little bit more involved in looking into politics and stuff like that because you know that's what I like to do. Um, that that I I remember things like that. Whereas like I think and they're probably right. 80 to 90 percent of their constituency or their uh you know the democratic or democrat population just believes whatever the hell they're told sure. uh and and they don't want to go investigate and they have no interest in in figuring out really what's going on i will say uh and i don't watch cnn or msnbc much um, but I do flip through on the internet and just read the differences in the stories between Fox News, you know, how Fox News is, is uh, interpreting a story as opposed to how CNN is interpreting it. And CNN, honestly, uh, they've been going after the Democrats a little bit. Um, uh, you know, not enough. They're still softball questioning them, but they are, they are at least uh, challenging because I think they know. I think that they know that going full hardcore extreme left is not a winning game. I mean, that's like Bill Maher yeah, is, yeah. is a prime example of that right now. Mm -hmm. it, it's easy because he comes out with a reasonable statement, not not necessarily conservative or anything, just comes out with a reasonable statement, like men can't get pregnant, and he gets people attacking him. <laughs> yeah. So he sees that he gets attacked. Yeah, he's and, tired of the wokeness. Yeah, and then... But I think he's also enjoying the fact that it's kind of an uptick where he's getting a lot yeah. more coverage now because he's appealing to conservatives. You're like, oh, that's a bit refreshing. Somebody yeah. on the left who's saying something reasonable. Well, I think um, he's certainly expanding his, uh, uh, even maybe just a little bit, expanding his his listenership a little bit because, you know, when you exclude half of the country based on your uh, ideology with no with no deference to any point that the other side ever tries to make legitimate yeah. uh, uh, 
points that they try to make, um, you, you're just a fool. Uh, and, and so it just, yeah, it's interesting. It, but again, it goes back to the same thing we always say, you know, they know that we have, or, you know, they believe that we we're stupid and we have a five minute interest level. And, and I mean, then we, that's the reality of the, the, the large voter base. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, it is. People aren't that interested in politics. People aren't that interested in much outside their small scope <laughs> of their lives where a lot of, you know, it's amazing how a lot of people don't know a lot, you know, much about anything. Yeah. You know, they know what's on the TV or on the on their phone. And yeah, I mean, that's, you're right. That is the unfortunate reality. We've become, we've become so dependent on, you know, like I said, the thumbnail. Uh, or the the you know the quick hitter the the headline. I think dependence is a key word because I think we have a lot of things that are easy and provided for us, and there's no real responsibility that um, a lot of people are forced to to take on. So you know they have to be taken care of in a lot of ways, so they just have to trust that whatever people are telling them. Yeah. Are the, are the, the reality. So. And this one, this one kind of, uh, I don't want to say frustrates me. It doesn't frustrate me. It's, it's actually kind of sad. Which this? Well, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm moving on to the next topic. Yeah, yeah. This kind of, it, it actually, look, I've said it a million times. I don't care which party the president is from. Uh, I might disagree with them politically or ideal, ideologically, but I don't think you ever want your the president to to show signs of weakness or, or things like that, or just, you know, cognitive God, issues. Yeah. Uh, but what the hell's going on with Joe Biden? I mean, this, I mean, this gaffe it. this week, yeah. and I, I don't, at this point, can you really even call it a gaffe? It's a daily basis. I mean, I, I, I can, you can't call it a gaffe because it wasn't like it was a mistake. You know, a gaffe is a, you screwed something up. Right. I mean, this was, so if you didn't know, uh, he was talking about uh, a hunger bill, uh, you know, a bill that they're passing in Congress to uh, try to stave off hunger in the United States. Um, and one of the champions of that bill was uh, Representative Jackie Wolarski from Indiana. Uh, Jackie Wolarski was the congresswoman that was killed last month in a car accident mm -hmm. in Indiana. So Joe's up on stage, I guess it was two days ago now, um, and he's talking about the bill and he's thanking the people who worked on it. And he's going through the list and he gets to Jackie, he goes, and Jackie, Jackie, where are you? Are you here? And he's like looking down in the crowd for her. And he's like, no, no, no I didn't think she'd be here. I was like, no, I wouldn't think so. Dude, I'm like, are you and here's the thing. It would be one thing if it like happened, you know, six or seven months ago, maybe, and he just really did. But it happened a month ago. Yeah. Not only did it happen a month ago, but when it happened, he came out and with a public statement about it. Yeah, yeah, he acknowledged. He called her husband. Yeah. About it, and today. So this happened on Wednesday. Today. He had her family at the White House. So it was a planned yeah, event yeah. Uh, that he was going to be meeting with the family at the White House. 
So it's not like he had no clue. I just, it's scary to think that this I mean, guy if, is. If it's not evident that whatever marbles he had left <laughs> have been lost. Yeah, and I hate to say it that way. I really honestly he do. He know where he is. He needs absolute 100% direction. I'm surprised that he is still stringing some sentences together. Um, most of them are not coherent. Right, and to listen when he talks, because when he talks, even in the speech yesterday, when he was talking about that, he, he'd say three or four words that were very clear, yeah. and then the next three or four to five words, you couldn't understand what the hell he was saying. He trails off and loses his train of thought, and he's just like, oh, well. Whatever. Right, but you couldn't even understand the words. Yeah, like, yeah, he no, jumbles they, them all together. so many words. People, people still talk about <laughs> Trump and yeah. him, his... Kofifi or whatever, but he tweeted something that was probably a typo. Yeah. Not paying attention. And then Yeah, but as soon as they jumped all over that, that became like the new that became the new positive thing for Trump. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, much to their chagrin, yeah, that yeah. didn't really work out for him. Well, because he, he rolled with it. You know, yeah. That's, You're that's, a Kofi. That's completely, that's completely different too. I'm just I don't know, that's the closest example. Look, everybody who everybody who gets up and talk like even us on here. You know, sometimes we forget a word or we say the wrong word or something yeah. like that. That happens. But you also usually catch yourself or somebody catches you and right. says, hey, did you mean this? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, sorry, I totally didn't catch that. But, yeah, and I think I think this is going to lead into uh, the VP. So, yeah, I'm, I'm. well, it's going to, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm so, I'm just so, and I don't want to say worried uh, but the the signal that that's I mean look at look at what his weakness and not just his I mean it's not just his leadership weakness it's his cognitive weakness is reflecting around the world I mean you got Vladimir Putin you know now yeah. annexing parts of uh, and you know Joe comes out today you know real stern message you, Vladimir Putin's not afraid of you no that's why I was gonna say uh, it's it's not just scary or whatever it's or it's scary because it's dangerous right it's dangerous we don't know what this guy's capable of saying you know uh he's and neither does he no exactly <laughs> so and, and it has consequences that you know initially i'm just like well it doesn't matter much because his handlers are gonna handle him and he's just a figurehead oh but they're so bad they're so yeah. bad at trying to cover his tracks well, it's, too it's hilarious uh, jean pierre with her explanation of why he was you know why he was talking or why he was looking for Jackie in the crowd during that thing was just try to that? oh my god it was oh. terrible she you, you know her her thing <laughs> so they they asked and I'll give it again the White House press corps I wonder what Saki would say <laughs> well she actually I think she's on yeah MSNBC or something now she's she, I don't think she's like she doesn't have her own show but she's like on there all the time now. Oh. Um, like meet the press and stuff like that. I think she's, she's like a guest on, uh, routinely now. Um, and even she, even she yesterday was like, I don't know. <laughs> well, of course she's going to say that because she actually had the ability to, I guess maybe she would say, I don't know what I would say, or I don't know. what. Kind no, of she was like, she was like questioning Joe's abilities. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, for, for what, two years she was. I think she saw that coming. I mean, it's she did a good job with what she had to work with, and so, but she she probably knew that eventually 
He's, I mean, I, yeah. just can't, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. I can't, I can't. And, and poor, Jean, poor Jean-Pierre, one, <laughs> she's got to deal with him where he is now. And two, she just doesn't have the capability. Oh, they just she's terrible. The and the White House but, press corps goes after her, which I, I thoroughly enjoy. I mean, I don't mind a White House press corps that's an equal opportunity assholes. You know, go after whoever the press secretary is, which they didn't, they, they do when it was Trump. You know, well, I would say go after them in a logical manner, but like when Jim Acosta. Right, guy, that's that's what I'm saying. Because well, which by the way, where is Jim Acosta? Because uh, he's not in the. I don't think he does. He's not in the White House anymore. Jerking off on Zoom calls. <laughs> jerking off on Zoom calls together. I, didn't say <laughs> I did, uh, and I have no regrets. Um, but yeah, Jean Pierre is just not equipped. To handle that job, absolutely. And her, so her, her uh, justification for it yesterday was, um, well, you know, he 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 care he cared about her so much, and he he you know, obviously she's top of mind, and then she kept saying, she kept saying top of mind. She was he was she was top of mind. What what does that mean? I mean, I know what she was trying to say. She was trying to say that you know he was thinking about her. And you know, but, clearly not the top. Or but maybe, don't, or maybe that's not saying much for Joe Biden. But that's but, not. But if he was thinking about her, then he knows she's dead. Nothing triggered that that, that was. <laughs> he knows that she situation. died. Yeah. It, it, you know. So uh, anyway, yeah, Jean Pierre is just not. She's not uh, intellectually equipped for that job. Where you know, as much as I thought Jen Psaki was full of shit ninety percent of the time, she was at least. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say smart enough, but she, uh, she could play. She could play the word salad, yeah, uh, pretty well. She's a much better BSer, put it that way. Yeah. But you know, the craziness doesn't stop. Yeah. Because then we roll right into our good and faithful vice president, who had a hell of a week herself. Yeah, she might be better off just staying. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know, what? I think she should have just crossed the DMZ. <laughs> <laughs> just cross. Just go. You're close. You're close enough. Just go. Which yeah. is interesting because she went to that border, but she won't go to ours. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, uh, so Kamal Harris was at the in South Korea um, and she went to the DMZ and she was, you know, standing up there with the soldiers and, you know, looking across the DMZ through her binoculars and saying how, how crazy it was that it's so close. And I'm like, it's a border. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what, what did you expect? Um and then babbling on to the soldiers about stories about uh, the a telescope and the pictures that it sends back, and they're all just sitting there like, "Yeah, that's great, yeah." You know, and and then she did a press conference, oh boy. and that, and you know, she doesn't have her handlers there. She's overseas. You know, the White House the White House handlers weren't there to to protect her. No, she needs, <laughs> she needs a solid script. And so, what did she say during her speech? She said that the United States. And the Republic of North Korea have a great relationship. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because I thought when Trump was trying to have a relationship with them, that that was the, you know, Trump's trying to sell our country to North Korea uh, and all that. But not, I mean, the vice president of the United States has just come out and said that, that uh, North Korea is our BFFs and, and, and we should just go with that. And that was perfectly okay because you know how much airtime it got on everything other than Fox News? Zero. Yeah. Nobody covered it. Nobody said a word about it. Not one. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me because 
I promise you, if Pence had said North Korea is our best friend, or we have a great relationship well, with North yeah, Korea, it would have been. That's all we would, we'd still only be hearing about that. I, yeah, I don't understand that one. She wasn't. She didn't catch it and correct herself, or two. Somebody. No, she just continued on. Yeah, I mean, because obviously, I, I don't have a problem. I understand people make mistakes speaking and they don't catch it um, uh, initially or whatever. But I'm not going to harp on it too much. But when they roll with it, or when they try to cover it up, like <laughs> how the, the White House, um, they completely remove that from the uh, what is it the the, the transcript? Yeah. Completely removed that. Oh yeah. I didn't jump on. Do you remember when Obama said? I think he said he visited fifty-seven states or something. Yeah, he meant countries. Well, no, he meant forty-seven states. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because where he was traveling for the campaign or whatnot. So I didn't, you know, jump on him about that. Like he knows there's not fifty-seven states. He meant forty-seven because he was talking about, you know, I think, I think all the continental. I guess the United States. Yeah. The, the, uh, but he was talking about, I think he was still talking about where else he had still had to go there. So it wasn't quite 48. Whatever it was, I forget. That was a long time ago. But I mean, like, yeah, he misspoke. Right. Not a big deal. And again, we all do it. Yeah. But we this also situation. we also all correct ourselves. Yeah. And we're also not standing in South Korea giving a press conference to the South Koreans and saying that their mortal enemy, who is 50 meters away on the other side. With someone like her, I really do question whether or not she does even know that. Well, and again, you know, I'm not try. I don't ever try to, you know, I don't ever try to personally go after Joe Biden for his personal stuff. Although I think you, I think there's certainly an argument to be made for like some of their business stuff yeah. uh, and that, and that, and that, you know, he's the president. So that's not really personal anymore. That is now a conflict of interest with his job. Um, but personally, I don't ever try to go after him, but Kamala Harris is just an idiot. I mean, she's just a straight up dumbass. She's a politician <laughs> to me. I mean, that's what, but she's, she's a bad one. Yeah, she's a bad she, one. <laughs> her own party doesn't even like her. Uh, no, no, they didn't support her. They didn't support her. She, she got drugged into that, you know. Well, I mean, you know, there's a reason why she was selected as the nominee uh, to, to run with Biden. Uh, it, it, it ticked a box that would, you know, guarantee votes in certain communities. And, and, that's, uh, yep. and that's what it was. And, you know, she, she, her, you know, all indications are her whole career has been based on, you know, her... You know, basically quid pro quos. So, so yeah, I mean, she she hasn't done anything in her career where she's actually earned her position. She's been given her position yeah. based on other things. And we can go back to, you know, her relationship with the mayor of Los Angeles, you know, her, you know, whatever. Uh, but it's been that way all the way through. She got that job and then she was, you know, she's in a blue state, uh, the bluest, probably the bluest state in the country, California. So, you know, of course, you know, she throws that D on the back of her name and runs for Congress. Or, she's going to win that, you know, so, uh, and then, you know, she gets the vice presidency because she's a black. Well, I don't, I keep saying she's a black. She's not, she's an Indian white, uh, Vice president. Oh, really? I think she. I think. I think her dad is Indian, hmm. or Jamaican. Maybe Jamaican. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that sounds more right. Because I'm pretty sure she's. Well, she claims black. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, far be it for me to identify somebody. I never like to use the term African-American because I think that's a false assumption. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But black. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what she claims. So that's what they use. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I just she she uh, uh, because, you know, I can talk about Amy Klobuchar. Uh, You know, I politically I I think she has horrible ideas. But personally, I mean, she seems like a nice lady, um, you know, but I put I put Kamala Harris right there in the same category as Maxine Waters. You know, they're completely irrational, completely race driven idiots who and, and amazingly, they're all from California. <laughs> Maxine, Nancy, Kamala, all from California, and they all have the same exact platform on everything. It's all about race, and that's how they win. That's how they win their elections. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know. Yep. Hey, we're not going to take a break tonight. We're just going to continue right through the end. I'm not going to put an ad in this one uh, just because we're coming up to the end of it anyway. Um, but I'm just amazed uh, at, at where, you know, all, all these topics we talked about tonight, uh, are all, it just seems like we're in such like a, you know, we didn't even talk about the hurricane or anything like that, which is, you know, was really pretty devastating to Florida, uh, you know, the parts of Florida that it hit. But the things that our, that our elected leaders are, are saying are just, I don't know, it just feels like it's such a weird time in our country. With regard to the hurricane? No, with oh. regard to them. Oh yeah, like, I mean, I just, well, that's just that's just normal, right? Well, I. But it's not. That's the thing. It's like it's like. Look again. I, Shouldn't be. I always say that you know you can dis. I can disagree with somebody politically all day, and still technically really not have a problem with that person. Yeah. But this, and in particular, probably like the last maybe couple of months. I mean, like, people are just going off the fucking rails. Well, do you think it's, like, personal attacks? Or, you know, they're just... Well, there's been both. Or they're just trying... I mean, because when you brought up the hurricane, what I was thinking of is, like, they're, everybody's trying to make Ron DeSantis, like, look bad. Well, yeah, and that's... You're, I'm glad you brought that up, yeah. because, because you know, he the guy has done... Well, let me say this. We don't know what his job performance is on it yet. Um, all indications are, and you know, the actual communication that both the White House and DeSantis's office have talked about have been pretty good, pretty mm-hmm. cohesive. Um, there's been no arguments, you know, as far as money or you know the federal government helping uh, with anything that they need now that the storm is over. But again, you go to the mainstream media, and it's all about oh, DeSantis fucked this up, and this is you know he should have got those people out of there, and. Well, one, you can only do so much with people. Like people, can absolutely, do what they do. you can tell them to leave. You can do whatever. You can have all the people available, right. but but the go-to is to politicize yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. I get that they think that Ron, DeSantis is probably going to be whoever runs on the Democratic side for the presidential election. He's probably going to be their number one challenger if Trump doesn't run. So they're going to try to go after him, you know, as much as they can. But who? Yeah, but that's. A, but who fun. politicizes something like this? 
the left. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. Well, did you see the segment with uh, Don Lemon talking? Yeah, about- I saw that was hilarious. <laughs> the guy from Noah. Yeah, he's yeah. Trying- he's like, yeah, no, dude, I'm not talking about <laughs> the climate change. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Don Lemon was talking to a guy from Noah. Yeah, and he was, and the guy from Noah was talking about the hurricane. Right. And Don Lemon tried to inject climate change into he the tried conversation. To say, so how does why is climate change? How is that impacting this the storm? Yeah. Well, it's not. It. Yeah. That's. Uh, it's maybe on a greater scale, but it's. I wouldn't relate it to this specific issue. Yeah. And then you know he lets it go, and then he jumps back in. Well, but I know. Well, we should talk about how how climate change is impacting these hurricanes. Right. The guys, like, well, it's really not. The case, and then Don Lemon decides to throw in his and an- I live there. I grew up there, so these are intensifying. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Let's listen to. T- t- yeah. <laughs> never mind. Never mind that. Like you know, 40, 40 and fifty years ago, there were hurricanes that you know did as much or more devastation to Florida, like Andrew. That's uh, just such a bold statement yeah, yeah, to say. Yeah, well, it's um, I know. I know better than. You, I know better than you, Noah guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's your life. And you, your- you're telling me your perception from when you were eight, yeah. you know, versus yeah. well, now it's, is not it's, different. It's Don Lemon, bro. Yeah. I mean, we can say that to your buddy. Be like, hey, man, yeah, man. Does this feel like this is getting worse? Or, yeah. you know, that's fine. You can speculate there, but you're trying to make this like official and trying to yeah politicize right exactly freaking storms. Is it what? Just like Joe Biden was like, well, the best thing you can do for a hurricane is to get vaccinated. Yeah, that's right. And I, I'm actually, did he say that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm kidding? <laughs> did he, he really did? say yes, that? He did. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, get vaccinated because that, that storm will avoid you like the plague. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. That is insane. I can find the clip. Oh yeah, my I, God. I'm going to have to look that up now because that, that'll make me laugh. But yeah, I mean, they, you know, and and Biden's the big problem with Biden, and and actually the media is is chomping on this now too. Is you know he touted himself as the great, uh, uh, what's the word? Not joiner, but the great uh, Uni- uniter. Uniter. Yes, yeah. the great uniter. He was going to be the guy that was going to. And there, t- tell me one thing that he's come out with in the last two years that was even remotely an attempt to try to unite anybody. No, it's been <laughs> it's nothing been, more but creating more division. Yeah. He's he's straight up attacked. Yes, everybody on half of America. Yeah. Half yeah. of America. Anybody who voted for Donald Trump, he has well, what, I mean, what seventy five million people. Yeah, I mean he. <laughs> yeah, and he attacked black people. Yeah, yeah straight well, yeah, up I mean, saying if you don't if you don't know if you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. <laughs> that's right. Like, yeah, but that was acceptable. Okay, so the, anybody who potentially supports Donald Trump potentially. You, because he just said you just don't even know. Yeah. If you don't support me yeah. and you're black, yeah. then you ain't black. That's right. That's what he said. Yeah. So yeah. That's that's awesome. I don't know. I just that's think we're unifying. I just think we're in like such a weird place right now. Like it's so bizarre. And maybe it's just because he you know, he's pandered so far to the progressive left, um, which is really not the biggest part of his constituency or of his voting base. I mean it's a very it's actually probably only about twenty, if if that high, twenty percent of their their voting base is like ultra progressive. Um, but he has moved so far to the, and you're going to see, and this is just my prediction, but you're going to see after the after the November election, after the midterms, 
uh, when you know the Republicans take the House and potentially now the Senate, because all the Senate races have closed to within like three or four. Even Oz and Fetterman, uh, which was like a ten point gap like a month oh, ago, really? is now like a four or five point gap. Um, so they're all tightening up. Uh, Herschel Walker was down by like seven, and now it's like a one point. Hmm. Uh, so you know, there's like seven. There's like seven Senate races now that they're saying are toss ups that were not close before. They'll be close until about two a.m. <laughs> yeah, two a.m. on the eighth of November. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I think you're going to see after the midterm election, even if even if the Republicans. And they're going to take the house. I don't think at this point, uh, sure. there's not one model out there, no matter who does it, that doesn't show that, that the uh, Republicans don't take the house. Uh, the Senate's up in the air because there's some models that have it 51, 49 Democrats. There's some that have it 51, 49 Republicans. There's a couple that I saw that have it 53 to 47 hmm. uh, Republicans. And there's one I think that I saw that was like it stayed 50-50. So even those polls are 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 trending Republican. So whether they take just the House or the House and Senate, you're going to see a completely different Joe Biden after the midterms because he's going to be a lame duck president. He's going to have if he wants to get anything done in his last two years before he runs for re-election, if that's what he chooses to do, and even if he doesn't. He's got to put his party in a position where they're going to be uh, palatable to maintain the White House in 2024. Um, so he's going to have to he's going to have to make a switch because he's not going to be able to he's not going to be able to legislate through executive order uh, after the midterms. It's just not going to happen because he, they're going to fund nothing uh, and, and he's going to get nothing sent to him. Uh, he's going to get nothing sent out of the House, certainly, that he's going to sign into law. So he's going to be a lame duck president uh, unless he unless he shifts his shit back to the middle, which he oh, claimed yeah. which he claimed to be. When yeah, he yeah, yeah, for yeah. No, but I, yeah, I don't I don't see that happening. I honestly am not confident he's going to make it through this time. I, I yeah, mean, he may not. I, I mean. I think he. It's only a matter of time, really, until he steps down. And maybe the midterms. Maybe the, the midterms is that is that catalyst. I think that'll be part of the strategy for however they the the left plans to move forward. Um, but I don't see him get through. I mean, it's just getting absolutely crazy. Yeah. I mean, even he was bad when he started yeah. his term. It's gotten it's, worse. It's worse. It's gotten worse. And I just don't see him making it. <laughs> now, having said that, that means we have two years potentially of Kamala Harris. Right. Um, and, you know, the only person that she could hire, there's only one person. If Kamala Harris became president, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, and Megan, Megan actually made this comment to me. I thought it was pretty funny. But true, there's only one person that she could put in to be her vice president. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Only one person. Only one in the entire country that she could pick to be her vice president. Oh yeah, Fetterman, because he's the only one that's dumber than her. He is a fucking idiot. I don't know if you ever listened to that guy. First of all, he's like what fifty or only a little bit. Yeah, he's like fifty something years old, maybe a little bit older than that. He still lives with his parents. He was the lieutenant governor of the state. He still lives with his parents. Uh, he's absolutely idiotic in his. Hmm. And his policies. Really? Uh, I mean, the guy is a moron. 
See, so he's the only one that's going to make her look smart. <laughs> well, it's interesting. From my average Joe perspective, I was not aware of that. Oh, yeah. I thought that he was believed to be more of like a really down-to-earth no. leftist. And, uh, oh, I mean, he's a, pro- he's a progressive. Yeah. For sure. No, I thought he was more of a, a reasonable guy. And um, I guess I saw, I saw people jump on him about his... Alleged racist, you know. Yeah, he he chased a black guy yeah. down in his neighborhood with a gun because the guy was running because a black guy was running through his neighborhood. Well, yeah, he was running through the neighborhood and he thought he was involved in a, in a crime or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So he wanted to be yeah tough guy yeah. Um, which a lot some people just got sentenced to like life in prison for yeah. Well, they killed him. They killed the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, and you know they were kind of rednecks. Did so, he shoot at this guy? Or did he didn't just, shoot at him, he but he just chased, he just chased him and and held him and, 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 Yeah, whatever. How, yeah. You know, however the rest of it went down. Yeah. But you know, again, because he was a black guy running through your neighborhood doesn't give you the right to just no, go no, no, no. track somebody oh, yeah. down. And you are not the police. Um, and so, but those are the types of things you know. And he's the one that you know. I think one of his campaign promises is if he gets elected as governor, um, the first thing he's going to do is let like forty seven hundred people out of jail. Oh. You know, arbitrarily. He's not. There's no. There's no guidelines. And that's the terrible thing about like making those pre, you know, pre election commitments right. to things like that because it sounds good to people. Right. And they're like, hey, I'm going to do this because it sounds like I'm going to um, address things like non violent crime. Yeah. Well, and if Pennsylvania, if the Republicans had actually put somebody up in Pennsylvania that was actually uh, uh, a reasonably palatable opponent, this wouldn't even be a race. Yeah. But the fact that they put Oz in there, uh, who one lives in New Jersey and just moved back there just to run, he, oh, pulled, really? he pulled a Hillary Clinton. Um, nice. Um, and you know he has no political experience. He's only known as the infomercial doctor on TV. Um, so they were trying to go with the name recognition instead of any kind of actual conservative policy type mm. issue stuff with him. Um, if they'd have put anybody else in there that had even like mediocre conservative likeness, this wouldn't even be a race. Mm. Um, but they chose not to do that. So, you know, we have to deal with what they, what they, uh, what they decided to do there. Yeah. And, you know, they'll pay the price for it because, you know, Fetterman, my guess is, is Fetterman's probably still going to win. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll see. But uh, he, I don't know. He might become vice president. <laughs> so, so uh, I do see I see Kamala being handed the reins. At some she point. would be a fucking disaster. I think so. I agree with you. And I don't I think, think her I don't think her own party would be happy with her. I don't think so. I just think that's how it's going to play out. And then I think I think she's the default. And and it just the only good news is is it she would still be a lame duck for two years until she got voted out. She right. she, she wouldn't really be able to do any permanent harm at least not financially or those types of things to the country obviously on the world stage is she really the person that anybody wants representing this country to world leaders no but is she going to do any worse job than than joe has i don't probably but i don't know well i think she's at least as incompetent if not more incompetent but i'm hoping that she would she's she realizes a little bit more how incompetent she is, and then she lets other people make the decisions. Not- That's kind of funny. You think she has self awareness? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, some people get they climb the the career ladder, and 
Realize or, or kneel. They do it because they want to, but they don't. Or they, kneel up yeah, the crew that's ladder. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and so they climbed on their, their, <laughs> yeah, their, yeah, their, yeah. their, their feet. Uh, but yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, we've, we've kept you guys long enough tonight. Uh, hope you enjoyed the content. We enjoy talking about it. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with our next episode of Trash Talk Tuesday. And we'll see you then. Let's do it. See you.